there, Internet. Late night sexy outrage factory. Uh, welcome to Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online this week uh, and explain why they're done for caring. As always, I'm your co-host, Derek Bolin. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. Uh, it's uh, 8.17 p.m. on a Friday night. This is how we're electing to spend our evening. I have to be on another fucking plane tomorrow, uh, headed back to America again. Yeah. For stuff. I was... You're looking at me because I look like I was going to say something. I thought you were going to say something. But I was debating if I should try to sing leaving on a jet plane. You should not do that. Ultimately, (laughs) I agree because my singing voice is uh, trash. It's, uh, So I'm not going to. It's lacking. I do have to warn the listeners that I might waffle between energetic and sleepy because I'm very tired because it's 8.17 on a Friday night and that's depressingly late for me. Um, but I'm drinking energy drink, so that'll pitch me up. I don't think anything's going to fuck us up like that super caffeinated, which oh my you should have brought over tonight. Oh, that would have... Double uh, dead. Although I do have to sleep because I yeah. have to be up at 4.30 a.m. Ladies, Derek's <laughs> going on another plane. Uh, do you feel guilty about your carbon footprint increasing with every flight you take to the uh, USA? I don't. Someone unironically took a shot at me for it. I can't remember who, but they made a comment about how awful all this air travel I was doing was for the environment. Uh, last weekend, I literally flew to the States and back within 24 yeah. hours. Uh, and I I care about the environment, but I care about seeing my girlfriend and being employed more. So, See, I have a cop-out for you. I love to just give people cop-outs. Like, Thank you, Dad. Everybody's like, you, USA and Canada, because we're pretty much the same. They're all like, we have to like use paper straws. We're ruining the earth. We have to do all this stuff to reduce our carbon footprint. Meanwhile, across on the other side of the globe, Qatar is literally air conditioning the outdoors because it's too hot. They're air conditioning soccer stadiums. Open air soccer stadiums. They're just fucking blowing cold air through an air conditioner. And these air conditioners are running on fossil fuels. So you know what, Derek? Don't feel bad about flying in a plane. The ironic thing is that Qatar has to do that because it has gotten so hot because of climate change. Yeah. That it's now, uh, you know, uh, not conducive to human life to sit outdoors anywhere in Qatar, including soccer stadiums. They're in the southern hemisphere, right? Uh, Am I they, right? Am uh, I right? No. Like, are their seasons opposite of ours? I don't believe so. Because I saw this news story today, and it's October. And if they're in the northern hemisphere, it should be getting colder. But if they're in the southern hemisphere, it'd be like spring there. Uh, temperatures routinely exceed 110 degrees Fahrenheit during the summer months. Uh, that's, I think that's like 46. That's like 45 degrees Celsius, that which is fucking bonkers. It's hot as balls. Yeah. The hottest I've ever lived through was Kamloops the summer of like 2004. It was like over 40 degrees. The actual temperature of balls, in case you were wondering, mm-hmm. is 97 degrees Fahrenheit, which would be around, what, 30, 32, 33? Uh, Wait, so Qatar is literally hotter than balls? Hotter than balls. 36. 36 okay. degrees is, is the temperature of human testicles. Uh, Qatar Maybe is hotter than balls. Maybe your testicles. Mine are like 50. 
No, they're not. Are you nu- nuking that nuking that sperm count? Yeah. Make Fun sure. fact, that's why balls <laughs> hang in a sack, because they need to stay cooler than your body. Otherwise, so it would just they try the to sperm. escape your body. Yeah. Yeah. Much like the women I date. Yeah, try and... Wait. Escape my body. Living in a sack? <laughs> that hangs? All of it. That's All pretty, of it's true. That's pretty dark. That's a metaphor. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, hey. Yeah, don't feel bad about flying. Oh, also, I was going to say, whoever tweeted this has two things going on. A, they're either jealous of your fabulous job that gets to fly you everywhere, which I currently am, because I drive to work at the shop every day. And although I don't, I love not having to leave the shop, every time you're like, oh, I'm going to fucking San Diego and I'm going to eat these fucking delicious Mexican foods. Like literally today when you told me that, I was like, California burritos. For those of you who don't know, in San Diego specifically, probably elsewhere, they will take a normal, I'm not going to say normal, like a human head-sized burrito, and they will add French fries to it. And that is a California burrito, and it's fucking insane, and it is one of the most delicious things I've ever eaten in my life. So much carb. You could get them at Chronic Tacos here in Vancouver. I don't know about anywhere else. I saw them on the menu, and I was like, Holy fuck. I'm not going to eat that. Oh, you didn't do it? No. No, you have to. No. I I'm I have this like weird like masochistic view on my diet cuz I'm like that looks really good, but that would cause me too much pleasure. I cannot eat that. I must suffer. Although today I just fucking ate Taco Bell. So. Yeah, you ate like Mexi fries. I saw you putting garbage in your body. Like yeah. imagine if oh, a burrito. Yeah. With Mexi fries supreme in oh it instead God. of so instead of French fries you yeah. put the tots you put the the queso you put I don't even know what the fuck else they put on Mexi fries supreme that's about it right sour cream chives salsa you know what I did have in a burrito place in uh, Victoria they put chips and queso in the burrito like they made a burrito normal go. with all the stuff. And then they crumpled up chips and put queso in it, and it was so good. See, in theory, that sounds like it would be delicious, and the chips would add some texture, and it would be, like, really crunchy and delicious. But then you would also potentially get, like, an errant razor blade crumb of chip, like, lodged up in your gums. Yeah. Like, there is danger. Yeah. (laughs) And you also run the risk of ripping the shell of your burrito, because... If a sharp chip just stabs through the side of your burrito and then That's just it. spills its game over, everywhere. Top, toppings everywhere. Yeah. You definitely eviscerated. It's definitely not a standing up to eat food. You gotta leave the wrapper on and kind of do the lean over the table while you're eating. I do that and I still spill shit. Sorry, you were myself. saying something about how I got to travel for work before we started talking burritos. Yeah. Oh, we're not doing burrito factory. <laughs> A whole episode of us talking about burritos? (laughs) We could. Uh, Best burritos were those ones that you could buy in the family packs from Costco back. Yeah. Reese's or Reese's? Reese's. And they had the three varieties, bean and cheese, beef and bean, red hot beef. Yeah. All delicious. Bean and cheese were my least favorite. Red hot beef, probably my most favorite, even though it still makes my lips numb to this day. You don't want to know. I feel like my palate matured because I started the same. I was like, well, I'm a white guy, so I obviously got to start with the bean and beef because it's not too hot. And then I was like, let's go on the spicier side. And so I went to red hot beef and then I graduated to bean and cheese. And I was like, this feels like the more mature 
decision. No, that's, like, that's the peasant burrito. You no, gotta, I feel like it's like it's not as tasty, but for like a muted palate, there's like flavor a fa- flavor combination with just the cheese and the bean that you're not getting from the red hot because the red hot's just too hot and it burns. Your taste buds. I mean, ideally, now, if you're fashioning your own burritos yeah. or buying, like, fresh-made burritos rather yeah. than frozen flour tubes full of toppings. Yeah, they're not good for you. You will you will have beans, yeah. cheese, yeah. and beef yeah. all together. Yeah. And I don't know why the fucking marketing geniuses at Reezers never thought, hey, why don't we have all three? Yeah. And these things will outsell our other three varieties 10 to 1. Because who wouldn't want all the shit in a yeah. burrito? They should have done limited limited edition triple burrito. Yeah, like have the combo packs and have like the regular mark the regular design on the package, and then like that crazy lightning bolt they had in the nineties, and then like bright colored three now all three flavors in one. Or you could have put them end to end to end like a human centipede, oh. and just like had like a foot long burrito, and this ends red hot beef. And this hot's bean and cheese, and then in the middle you got beef and bean uniting the two. Is Safeway still open? And <laughs> can we pause the podcast and go do that? Actually, I was, Dale and I are spending the rest <laughs> of our Friday nights sitting here stitching, hand stitching burritos together to make a burrito centipede. I was gonna say we should do that, but I kind of wanna promise the listener that we won't eat on the podcast anymore because I was listening to last week's where we ate a lot. And it was distracting. It was it was hilarious. It was weird because it was less distracting than I thought it was going to be, but it was more distracting than nothing. It was the opposite of AS ASMR AMSR ASMR ASMR. Yeah, I think it's ASMR. It was just like ASMR is where people are like sexually attracted to your noises. Is that what it is? It's not even sexual. It's just like very. It's not sexual necessarily, but it's like just very pleasing sounds for your ears. Ooh, like sensory like Tibetan throat singing. Y- yeah, you could. Yeah. yeah, but that was like just like two slovenly white yeah. dudes chewing easy cheese into a microphone There's for twenty the minutes. Opposite one. What I don't know the name was, and it's like it's actually considered a medical condition now, which I have and longtime listeners. Oh, the one where has, uh, where the sound of people's mouths infuriates you. Uh, what is it? Uh, mis misphonia or yeah. something. Uh, but yeah, it's like the sound of like, if you're like very severely triggered by the sound of people chewing with their mouth open yeah. or people just chewing in general yeah. or um, like licking clicky noises, like when people lick the teeth, the like food out of their teeth or they crunch, like they eat chips with their mouth open. Characterized by intense emotion like rage or fear in response to highly specific sounds, particularly ordinary sounds that other people make. The cause is unknown. The sound of a retractable pen clicking can trigger strong emotions. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Is that – would like nails on a chalkboard count as that? Because that's no, kind of a that's, different that's, – that's, that's like that thing where it like it gives you like goosebumps out of – it's like when, you, when you're digging and a shovel hits a rock or like metal on metal – it's yeah, it's it's not it's just like it makes you mad. Like you know when you're like trying to do something and something's like poking you and you just get mad? It's like that, but you're not even trying to do something. Like the pen clicking thing drives me nuts. Oh, apparently they have a device 
like a hearing aid that creates a sound in your ear similar to a waterfall. The noise can distract you from triggers and reduce reactions. I must have that. So it's like a white noise generator. Yeah. That lives in your ear. I was talking to my brother about this, and I think what it is is from, like, going to concerts and running, like, machinery and, and, like, tools and shit, I feel like I have a little bit of ear damage, but it's kind of like the clicking and the snapping, that range of sound isn't affected by the ear damage I have, so when my ears naturally just kind of turn the volume up on everything so I can hear it, the clicking and... The snapping and stuff is louder than they would be to a normal person. And the reason I came up with this theory was because my friend's dad, when I was a teenager, he had hearing aids and he'd have to turn them up to hear everybody talk. But then it would make all the clicking and like tapping and shit like, like super loud. Yeah. yeah. So I think that might be what it's from because I went to too many uh, concerts without ear protection. Yeah. I still... So I'm almost 40 years old. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've suffered like some pretty significant damage to my hearing because yeah. I have to like uh, routinely ask people to repeat themselves because I never okay. hear them on the first try. Yeah. Uh, and I still, if I go to a concert with someone and they brought earplugs with them, I will call them a fucking nerd and make fun of them. So me. Well, yeah. <laughs> constantly. Because you are a fucking nerd. Yeah. Uh, I don't even care. Like It's like you and Andrew Barker are the two people I know who will always bring earplugs with them to a concert. Oh, my God. Uh, and I'm just like, no, I would rather just like blast my ears into submission than yeah. be a dork suburban dad who brings earplugs. Although shows. I'm kind of over it because I just don't go to live concerts anymore because as my brother once told me. Going to see your favorite band live isn't worth getting bumped into by people. Like that last time we went to, what was it? The Dirty Nil was Dirty the last Nil. concert I went to. It was a fantastic you. show. It was awesome. The band was awesome. Some of the crowd was awesome. But like we were just standing there and then a guy just like walks directly in front of me. Yeah, whatever. He doesn't know. His, but then he just starts backing up slowly into me. And maybe he me, just wanted to rub his butt on you. Me you being ever think of that? stubborn and... Horny. And stupidly fighting over small fights. I just waited till he backed up right into me till his like back was touching my chest. And then I like whispered in his ear. I was like, hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) He just got all weirded out and left. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to a concert with uh, another friend. We went to the M83 concert and a guy did that to me and we got into a screaming match at M83. Oh, Jesus. For real? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, he was like, he was like backing into me. So I like put my hand up. He's like, why the fuck are you touching me? I'm like, quit backing into me. This is like the third time. And then he like did that thing, you know, sometimes where guys like, they're like, I'm an alpha guy. So I'll just scream. And then people usually back down. And then I didn't back down. He's like, uh, and I was like, yeah, what now? What? And then you had an arms race of screaming until <laughs> yeah. your vocal cords were both well, blown out. It was out. just like he screamed and then I screamed back. And then he didn't know what to do. Cause he's not used to people <laughs> screaming back, especially at like, I don't know what M8, what the genre of M83 is. It's like, they're mellow, aren't they? Yeah. They're like- super mellow techno music. So I was like, so it was weird that these guys were like they were like like techno frat boys I guess like EDM frat boys I guess I don't know that's the best way to say it like yeah and then it was just like this awkward stand up being like yeah uh, 
So yeah, don't back into me anymore. The trick is to go anywhere and act crazy enough in a highly visible way that everyone just gives you like a wide buffer and doesn't go anywhere fucking near you because they all know that you're like a little unhinged. Yeah, but I've seen too many YouTube videos to realize that sometimes you just get knocked out if you do that. Like some guy who's actually crazy will just fly at you and sucker punch you. Maybe I should stop watching those videos on YouTube. Yeah, I don't know if YouTube videos are representative of what actually happens in real life. But, like, what are you watching? Bum fights? Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. Those are terrible. Yeah, they were very exploitive. And, like, probably, uh, I would say, would they even still rank as one of the worst things to come out of the internet? Because, like... One of the most exploitive, for sure. Well, you look at the internet now, and it's basically just, like, all bum fights all the time. Well, one of the most exploitive that's not a crime. Okay. Like, child porn's obviously more exploitive, but that's a crime. Whereas bum fights technically wasn't a crime because it was all voluntary. Like that and Girls Gone Wild. Oh, fuck. Remember Girls Gone Wild? Yeah. It was basically, like... When Pete, when you found, when like the whole world found out that everybody will just do dumb shit for money. And then they kind of did that till people stopped doing it. And then people just started doing dumb shit for free. Well, it was like this like gross form of like early stage voyeurism almost. Like, uh, I think until people like figured out like, holy shit, this stuff will live on the internet forever. Yeah. Um, until people who were, at spring break realized it followed them back to their jobs and their family and their actual real life that they didn't want it to. Uh, in February 2013, Girls Gone Wild filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Oh, uh, What happened? Legal. They got sued too uh, much? They got sued by... Oh, in 2006, they were sued for failing to record film subjects' ages. Uh, they paid $2.1 million. Yikes. Uh, in 2008, they were sued because they were filmed without her consent. Oh, wait. But she dropped the suit after he released footage of her consent. <laughs> uh, in 2008, wow. a Missouri woman claimed that she was filmed without consent when a Girls Gone Wild contractor removed her halter top at a St. Louis bar. A jury found that she consented. On a retrial, a judge awarded the woman $5.77 million after the defense failed defense failed to show at court. Uh, and in March 2008, four women claimed that they suffered emotional distress by being shown in a Girls Gone Wild film. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, even if people consented, uh, I'm pretty sure that these guys, like, went around and preyed on women who were visibly intoxicated. Yeah. So. And we've established that you can't give consent, consent if you're when you're drunk. drunk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Could uh, you imagine somebody trying to do Girls Gone Wild in a post-Me Too era, like, society? They would be, like, murdered. For real. Some fucker is absolutely going to try at some point. Oh, yeah. But it'll never, like, get... Like, people are still trying to videotape women in sexy ways and compromising positions. But they'll never get popular to the point that Girls Gone Wild was popular. Yeah. It'll just be, like, that weird video that someone shares in your group chat. 
Are you not in one of those group chats where people just share horrendous videos with it? No, I'm in like four group chats. Yeah. One is with my like core group of dude friends. Yeah. You're in that one. Yeah. One is for fantasy hockey. I'm in that one. You're in that one. Two are for fantasy football. Those are the only group chats I'm in. I'm glad I'm not in that. So I'm That's in it. those ones. I'm in two for fantasy hockey. I'm in one with the boys. And the boys. The boys. And then there's a group chat I'm in, which ironically is the harshest. And wor- well, it's not ironically. I guess it's kind of you'd figure it would be. It's like the people I play Xbox with. It's like an old friend from Kamloops. Incels. No, they're all married with kids. Incels. So I Dude. guess. If you're going to tell me a guy who's married and has kids isn't involuntarily <laughs> celibate, do I have news for you? That that would explain the high volume of porn. Porn, yeah. yeah. Probably just spamming porn all day yeah. long. Uh, hey, guess what? We are Tangent factory? 21 minutes into this episode <laughs> and we have yet to talk about anything that made anyone mad. Let's talk about China. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Can we just forensically go back we talked about me traveling for work yeah which led to burritos yeah which led to how do we get to girls i don't even know how we got to girls gone wild through bum fights i don't remember how we got to bum fights you brought up bum fights oh it's because i was talking about oh we're talking about going to the concert and being crazy and i said no you'll get knocked out and, and then we, we talked talk about, about that fights. because we were talking. Oh, because we were talking about eating on the podcast. And then we brought up ASMR. And then we brought up ear earplugs, misophonia. Jesus Misopho- Christ! Don't you can't do. <laughs> now I gotta go edit it out, man. <laughs> I didn't even finish. People don't even know what I was gonna say. On that note, China. Hey, so do you want to? I want to explain this while it's fresh because. I had to get you to walk me through the layman's term explanation of what's happening in Hong Kong. Or is it? Wait. It is Hong Kong. No, it's Hong Kong. So in Hong Kong, there's been riots since June. And if you're like me, you kind of know it's for an extradition-ish treaty. But you're not really sure why Hong Kong is worried about China taking people who committed crimes. and So anyways, it turns out. That up until 1997, Hong Kong was a British colony. And then some, I don't know, 100-year contract that Britain signed with China wore off. So they gave Hong Kong back to China. But Hong Kong didn't just like meld into the big country of China. It became like a self-governing district. Is that what you said? Yeah, they they are an autonomous region of China. So they have their own government, they yeah. have their own laws, they have their own court system. They are much more western friendly than China is. Yeah. Um but they're still officially Chinese. Ch- uh, uh, Chinese uh, Chinese territory. Yes. Yeah. So one thing <coughs> so basically the way I it finally made sense to me was think of Hong Kong like to China as Puerto Rico is to the states. Where it's technically part of the country, but it's not like a province. It's not a state itself. It's kind of has its own government, like Derek explained. So what happened was, was it Hong Kong passed the law that they were going to pass an extradition law where China could grab criminals and take them to mainland China and 
punish them under their laws? Yeah, what it was, yeah, it's it's basically, so there's no formal extradition agreement between Hong Kong and uh, mainland China right Which now. Which is fucking bonkers, if you ask me. Well, it's weird that they're a Chinese terror. It's weird that China would have allowed Hong Kong to self-govern without just, like, backdooring uh, yeah. uh extradition agreement in there. I think it was all had to do with, like, the uh, stipends on Britain actually handing it back was Britain was like, we're not, as soon as you fucking do this, you're not getting it back. (coughs) But it's been 22 years now. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, So the agreement is, yeah, basically it's not a formal extradition agreement. It just gives the Hong Kong government the authority to extradite criminals in certain cases to companies companies, countries that they don't have an extradition agreement with. Yeah. So the protests in Hong Kong started over this one very specific issue, but there's always been like, there's a lot of fucking tension because a lot of people in Hong Kong are obviously like super pro democracy, very anti Chinese government. But because, so there's always been this, like a lot of tension between China yeah, or Hong Kong and mainland China. Because Hong Kong itself is democratic, like yes, have, and China is still communist. Correct. Is commun or sorry, is China considered a dictatorship, or is it still? Yeah, uh, is yeah. it still one of those? It's not a dictatorship, but it's a dictatorship. I don't think China does not have elections. No, and what do they have? Do they have Wait. elections in China? Oh, do they have a leader, or what do they call their leader? Like a president? They, do. they have a president. Yes. Yeah. Who also, who, side note, I just found out about this thing where somebody said he looked like Winnie the Pooh and he fucking lost his marbles. And if you say that the president of China looks like Winnie the Pooh, China will fucking ruin your life. So everybody's been saying he does. And, um, (laughs) so all these protests have been happening and now the NBA had some exhibition games, but before that, the general manager of the Houston Ast- no, Houston, Houston Rockets. Okay, <laughs> I just about said the baseball team. He tweeted a picture that in the picture it said "Stand for Democracy" or wait, "Fight for Democracy, Stand with Hong Kong" or something to that effect. Fight for freedom or something. I yeah. stand with Hong Kong. Um. And China just fucking lost their shit, and they said they were going to cancel all the exhibition games in China for the NBA. <coughs> they called Dan Silver? A- Adam Silver. Adam Silver, who's the, who's commissioner, of the, the commissioner of the NBA, telling them to fire this guy. What did, I, did I say his name yet? Daryl Morey, who is the general manager. They wanted him fired. The commissioner said absolutely not, and then they weren't going to have the games because China is a huge market for NBA or like basketball games and stuff. And then China was like, we're not even going to air your stuff here. So basically China is this huge sport, like this huge untapped sports market where particularly for (coughs) basketball, um, basketball is a very popular sport in China. Um, who is that? Uh, Yao Yao Ming. Ming. Yeah. (laughs) Um, who I think played for the Houston Rockets actually, um, oh, that would be why, because Houston was China's team. They were like the 
the unspoken home team for China, pretty much. Well, like, the fucking crazy thing is that, like, the NBA clearly, they didn't fire this guy, but they no. clearly disciplined him for saying it. Yeah. Um, there was an, I saw another tweet where a couple of fans went to a Philadelphia 76ers preseason game. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, it was a preseason game holding a sign about the protests in Hong Kong and stadium security uh, basically kicked them out for holding. And this is like, this is in America. Oh, dude, it's like popping off. Like this guy through charity raised $46,000 to buy T-shirts that lambast LeBron James because LeBron James came out and sided with China and he said like this guy doesn't know what he's talking about because LeBron James himself is a huge brand so he doesn't want to lose all that money or the kardashians who are attached he's married to the kim or to what no kanye's married to kim kardashian Isn't lebron james married no to lebron one? james is not married to a Who's single the basketball kardashian. player that's married to one of the kardashians there was uh fuck what was his name also a guy from the houston rockets i think um Oh, so anyways, LeBron James comes out on the side of China and says, you're uh, miseducated. You don't know what you're talking about, Maury. You need to retract your statements. So he was just ingratiating himself to China. So this guy went. Lamar Odom. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this guy went to a Lakers game and started handing out T-shirts that said, uh, I don't know. It said something to the effect of. We stand with Hong Kong. And then there's this other guy at a Celtics game who had a T-shirt that said LeBron is a bitch. And he was covering it with a sign, like a, one of those like hold-up signs. And then when the Jumbotron went on him, he moved the sign. So the Jumbotron caught LeBron is a bitch. <laughs> and then they immediately panned away. And then some other guys uh, – I don't, I don't think it was the same guy for the T-shirts, but he's going to go to – a Toronto Raptors game and hand out t-shirts that say something like the true North stands with Hong Kong. So there's this like whole thing just popping off where like some of the NBA players are just siding with China because they want to sell jerseys to China. Whereas like everyone wants to. So here's the thing about the NBA. Yeah. Here's the thing about capitalism. Yeah. We're all fucking pro democracy and super in favor of, uh, you know, uh, democratic uh, and free market economic system. Yeah. Until we're like, oh, fuck, there's like 9 million people in this country. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, wealth in China is exploding right now. Like yeah. tons of people are making tons of money and they have tons of money to spend. Um, oh, and they're spending it on anything Western. Well, the, oh, they fucking love Western shit in China. Like if you go... Um, as a guy who has traveled to China before, let me tell you, Ladies. if you buy any Western brands in China, and that's all the way from like McDonald's through to Louis Vuitton, uh, you are paying more there yeah. than you would here. Like, yeah. even with the exchange, like a fucking Starbucks coffee cost me like about seven or eight dollars Canadian. Should we be talking about this? Because that one person's going to point out your carbon footprint for buying Starbucks Fuck drinks in care. China. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did fly to China specifically to be like, I wonder what Starbucks tastes like here. And then immediately <laughs> flew home. Um, but so there's a lot of money to be made in China. Yeah. And that's why a lot of like 
sports leagues like the NBA or companies like Apple, um, which also recently had a thing where I think they they basically pulled an app from their app store. Oh, that was showing where the police were in Hong Kong. Yeah, to aid the protesters. uh, And the Chinese government pressured Apple to yank the app from their app store. And like we all we all care about freedom and human rights (laughs) until we're like, yeah, human rights or millions of dollars. Yeah. What would I rather have? See you later, human rights. Yeah. And uh, we don't even have millions of dollars. No. If someone was like, people in China are going to make the shit you love for cheap and it costs you less, we'd find ourselves where we are. If someone offered me $50 to oppress another human being and deprive <laughs> them of their rights, I would probably take them up on that. I'll do it for 40. (laughs) (laughs) If you make a donation to our Patreon today, we will find a minority, a visible minority, mind you. Let's not be racist. No, it doesn't have to be race. Just person. Right. Okay, let's say this. We will find a person who is Caucasian from an impoverished country. Let's not get, like, a visible minority. Let's get, like, some... What's up? What are we thinking? Like, Eastern Eastern European? Yeah, Eastern Bloc. Like a poor person from just be like, vague. the Czech Don't Republic. Don't even say. Just be vague. <laughs> Some, Too late. I said it. Some poor country where they're white. So we'll be evil assholes and globalists and capitalist scum, but we won't be racist. Okay. How about this? If you make a donation to our Patreon today, yeah. Yeah. you can tell us who you would like us to oppress. You can give us a specific name if you want, and we will oppress that person live on air. And don't be racist. You can be racist if you give us a fairly significant amount of money. Tens of dollars. <laughs> Tens. All right. Anyway, okay. yeah, like this, I, th- so Chinese population is going to keep growing. Yeah. There's going to be more people there with more money to spend the money on things. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Western corporations and brands and sports leagues are going to continue courting the Chinese market because it's just, it's so fucking big. <laughs> if you... Yeah. If you have a product and you can sell it to like 1% of the Chinese population, you have a million dollar idea. Like yeah. that's that's it. That is all you need right now. Um, so and I think we'll continue to see this as like a lot of these countries where well, I guess China is actually the main one, right? Like Japan, huge population, but it's not that they're, huge. They're de- I mean, it's the, not a it's very dense. Yeah. India, uh, India has more people, but they're not they're really not communist. They're not really the sport. They're not really a market marketable country because they're not as rich as China and they don't consume Western society quite the same way as China does. Yeah. So anyways, like it's just China is uh, uh, economic superpower and yeah. a very uh, tasty, tantalizing little nugget for uh, all these Western billionaires with dollar signs in their eyes. So yeah. like Blizzard is another Oh yeah, country. that's another one. So you wanna you wanna just jump into that? So what happened was um which is weird because Blizzard has these games out. If you don't know who Blizzard is, they have they're the people behind World of Warcraft. Warcraft uh Starcraft. Starcraft. Hearthstone. Hearthstone, which is kind of a offshoot of World of Warcraft. What's it's a card one? game. It's a 
deck building game like Magic, but it's based on World of Warcraft with characters from World of Warcraft. League of and Legends. League of Legends is in Blizzard, I don't think. There's that other one. Oh, it's a new. It's a shooter game that just came out. Anyways, so there's a guy who's an. Oh, League e- of Legends is not Blizzard. What he's an esports guy, and he said stand with Beijing, and he got or not stand with Beijing. Sorry, stand with Hong Kong, and he not only got banned from taking part in Blizzard or in Hearthstone. Uh, I guess. Um, events and games but he he got banned for six months and he had to pay back the earnings that he'd made recently which ended up being like ten thousand dollars and then blizzard was getting all this lashback and stuff and a whole college there's like college teams of esports like this i don't understand like i play video games but i don't understand the the like draw of esports but anyway, so there's... Oh, a co- I met... Uh, I don't know if it matters, but there's... Uh, it's... Uh, I don't know what game it was. Yeah. But the professional esports team from Vancouver playing... Maybe it was League of Legends? Overwatch? I don't fucking Overwatch know. Overwatch is the one I was trying to think of. That's another Blizzard game. They just had, like, the World Championships in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. And when I was there, I was flying back yeah. to Vancouver... And on both of my flights, because it went Philly, Toronto, Toronto, Vancouver. Yeah. There were uh, the runners. So the team from Vancouver made it to the finals and yeah. then lost in the finals. But I like actually chatted to a few of the dudes uh, on the plane. And they're like super nerdy Asia guys, probably have millions of dollars because esports has just ballooned into like this fucking insane were phenomenon. Were you flying first class? No, they were flying with the peasants. What? Yeah. So they are... They made it to the final finals of esports and they lost. So you figure they'd be like, like the guys who lost the Stanley Cup, the Boston Bruins, they're not flying coach with the peasants. They're up in first class or even on their own ship. Yeah, these guys ship were just, they were plane. they were men of the people <laughs> sailing on the sky ship. <laughs> Shows how often Dale flies. Yeah. Ladies. Uh, anyway, sorry to derail you, but. Uh, yeah, no, I was pretty much done anyway can't remember what I was talking about. Anyways, I, I yeah. don't understand esports so, popularity at all. Yeah. Like, I like, like watching video games. I guess it's the same thing as Twitch, but, like, competitive yeah. esports thing? Because Twitch is just people who play video games on a stream, and then you can watch your stream. Yeah, I don't get esports. Like, I've always loved video games, but I've always loved them because it's something... Because I'm not good at sports, but I'm all right at video games. So I like playing video games because I can actually win. I don't... I mean, if somebody wants to pay me to do video games professionally, which would be a horrible idea because <clears throat> I'm terrible, but I would never watch someone play professional esports. You could start a Twitch channel. I think you're a fairly entertaining guy. Yeah, I could. It would definitely be more for my personality than my video game skill. Or your looks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> I had uh, chosen podcast because looks don't come up that often, but I guess <laughs> well, if I am well. Twitch streaming. I mean, we are both on a podcast, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, now I'm feeling bad about myself. So, hey. <laughs> yeah. I like how saying I don't, I'm not attractive makes you feel bad, but saying we will oppress another human doesn't make you feel bad. For money, Dale. Well, that's true. 
We're basically Adam Silver right now. We're like, yeah, fuck, <laughs> oppress the Hong Kong people. No, so he that said I the opposite. Sell. He was like, don't oppress the Hong Kong people. No, he's pro-China. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. He wait, he's the commissioner. Yeah, I got, I got him backwards. I got him backwards. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll discuss more things or just ramble about shit for another twenty minutes. Yeah, we'll talk about burritos again. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm trying to think of a segue for this. So that Joker movie came out. Did you know apparently our segues aren't that good because we talk about them so much? Dude, I listened to, I don't know what, I came on randomly today. I was listening to our 420 episode and we used to have good segues. Yeah, only it would ruin it because we would have a great segue and then we'd stop to suck each other off over our great segue for five minutes. Well, what's the point of having a great segue if you don't talk about it? That's true. I mean, the only reason I ever want to win anything is so I can pat myself on the back. Like, come on. So anyways, um, that Joker movie came out. You know who else could probably pat himself on the back? Who? Mr. Fantastic. Nice. Not part of the same cinematic universe, but still. Yeah. So. Segway. <laughs> we still got it. <laughs> Just lost our last two listeners. Whatever. That's, that's fine. We don't Fuck need em. you. Fuck you. We'll no, one's dona- no one's donating. No one wants us to <laughs> oppress any minorities. <laughs> this is bullshit. Maybe if we were Mr. Fantastic, we could oppress all the minorities at once. Hey, yo. By stretching out. Um. So. The reason Derek brought up Mr. Fantastic is because a couple of these uh, hoity-toity movie people, which it's kind of ironic because it was Jennifer Aniston, Ed Norton, and Martin Scorsese have all spoken out about Marvel. I don't know why they keep pointing out Marvel movies. I guess they're just too out of touch to realize that I feel like that's a catch all term for like superhero movies. Yeah. Because they don't realize that DC universe movies and Marvel studios movies and Fox. Well, they were a separate thing, but Disney who owns Marvel studios bought them, but Sony is a separate anyways. So there's a bunch of different, they're clearly not as cool as some people (laughs) currently podcasting at 9 PM on a Friday night. So Joe, the Joker movie came out. And it was all slow and I didn't watch it. Apparently it's good. It was all slow and dramatic and not at all just a shitty knockoff remake of the taxi driver. So Tangent. Heard, yeah. It was fucking weird because, okay, so you remember how, um, which fucking Batman movie was it where they had the Heath Ledger Joker? Was that Batman Begins? No, that was the Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. No, wait, wait. No, just the Dark Knight, right? Yeah. It was the second one in no, the trilogy. No, because the first one was Scarecrow. Second one was Joker. Yeah. Okay. So, and that was the one that uh, James, uh, what the fuck was his name? James Damore? Was he, it James Damore? Isn't James Damore like a political guy? Uh, James Damore. Oh, no. James Damore is the guy who was fired from Google. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think he's related to Batman. 
Or Heath Ledger in any way. Uh, James Holmes was the guy who walked into a showing of uh, The Dark Knight Rises and opened fire and killed seven people. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, so when this Joker movie launched, there were actually... uh, There was like a mini mass hysteria over like incels like shooting shooting up theaters and people were like legitimately freaked out about it that makes sense because joker's kind of an incel hero yes because he's a guy who is misunderstood and bullied and then he fights back by making everybody crazy but i don't think that this movie had joker dropping crazy gas onto a city and making everybody like die with a smile on their face i think this was more like a Guy goes kind of nuts. I don't know. I should have probably watched it if I was going to talk about it this much. But I just wanted to... I wasn't going to talk about the actual movie this much. I'm just saying that since this movie has got some Oscar buzz because people are like, holy shit. What is it? Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix acted his ass off and he lost a whole bunch of weight. So, of course, it has to have Oscar buzz because as soon as a guy loses weight, it just makes the movie way more important. No superhero movie or even like tangentially comic related movie will ever win an Academy Award. Yeah, I don't think the Academy will let one win because then they just have to fuel the fire even more. Because it's people like fucking Scorsese and uh, to a lesser extent Jennifer Aniston, which like what fucking gives you the right to lord you? Like, yeah, she's been acting in art house flicks her entire life. She's been in multiple Adam Sandler movies lately. (laughs) And I don't have anything against Adam Sandler movies. I'm just saying those are universally known as not good movies and they don't have any like pompous fluff behind them but yeah like the thing was the joker came out it was dramatic there it wasn't a superhero movie because there's no hero it was just the bad guy and everybody was talking about how good it was and how it was dramatic and blah 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 so like like i said and like derek said scorsese and aniston and norton all came out and were like whoa whoa, whoa we can't start taking these movies too seriously because we don't like them scorsese says that it's diminishing cinema. Aniston said something to the effect where she doesn't like how her only options to go to a movie are to see a Marvel movie and she can't go see old movies. Like she named some shitty movies from the seventies, but Jennifer Aniston's not going to a theater anyway, because if Jennifer Aniston goes to a theater It'll just be an hour and a half of people screaming that they saw Jennifer Aniston. And Ed Norton can't fucking talk bad about Marvel movies because he was in one of the worst Marvel movies, which was The Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I don't understand that at all. Like, I could see how he'd be like, fuck Marvel movies. I agreed to do one and it ruined my career because he hasn't really been in anything since then. Oh, wait. He's in some uh, Wes Anderson movies. Like he always seems to get roles. Oh, and he was in Birdman, and which was oh, yeah, an, which, which was, a, was another superhero movie. Yeah, but it was an artsy superhero movie, so it yeah. was the best of both worlds. I, it was that bad. movie actually, I love that movie. Oh, I thought it was so good. I hated it so much. Did you? Yeah, because they're like, "Hey, Michael Keaton's a superhero," and you're like, "Fuck yeah, I loved him as Batman. Let's see some superhero shit." And they're like, "Oh no, this is this." He is wasn't the- actually a super. He just played 
a superhero in like a stage. In no, like it was a like he was a superhero oh, in a string of movies. Before, yeah. And I was all like, I love Michael Keaton as any sort of bird-like or flying guy because I loved him as Batman, which is a flying creature. And then he was like, I'm Birdman. And then it was just a movie about an actor talking about being an actor. And I was not a happy camper. But then... Did he do a voice in... uh, uh the Roll Doll, Wes Anderson, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. No, that was um, Clune Dog. All right. George Clooney. All right. But Michael Keenan personally got back into my good graces when he was in Spider-Man Homecoming as the Vulture because he was fucking badass. Also, I think like I'm probably the only person who's ever watched this movie, but the Need for Speed movie with Michael Keaton is actually really good. Because it's got that guy from Breaking Bad. What's his name? Jesse Pinkman? Yeah. Aaron, uh... Fuck, whatever. Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. That's his name now. He was also very good... Well, he was just a guy driving fast cars. But... I'm kind of lost. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Marvel movies. So, what do you think? Do you view Marvel movies as less important cinema than, say... What was Martin Scorsese's last movie? Uh, Jesus, who even fucking knows? Uh, I will say that I saw the best clapback in response to this. Uh, it was a tweet that somebody sent and it basically said, uh, Scorsese movies are the Marvel movies of mob movies. (laughs) So they're just like, (laughs) and it's fucking true, right? He makes like, yeah, he makes these very like accessible mass market appeal Mm -hmm. fucking mob movies. Like that's, that's it. He's not. He's not making like high class cinema. He's he's making shit that appeals to uh, a wide segment of the population. Yeah, because he did notably dudes, Goodfellas. He did Goodfellas. He Casino. did uh, fuck. He did. Uh, did he do that one with Matt Damon? He did Wolf of Wall Street. He did. Oh, uh, yeah. Didn't he do? Uh, oh Jesus Christ! What? Um, didn't he do, why did I think he did, uh, fuck, Mark Wahlberg, Leonardo DiCaprio. The oh, that's the one I was just thinking about. Uh, Departed. Yeah. That's a good ass movie. Didn't he do Departed? Oh. I'm pretty check. sure he did Departed. Who's not Martin Scorsese, but makes mom movies. Is there another guy? Anyways, while you're looking at that, try to find the last movie he made. Uh, the Irishman. 2019. Didn't even that, uh, that can't be out yet because I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, Rolling Thunder review, a Bob Dylan story. Wait, did he do Silence? Silence. Oh, that's not what I was thinking about. The oh, fifty year argument. Wolf of, Wolf of Wall Street was probably his last like commercial. Oh, dude, did he make Hugo? He did. Oh, that movie sucked. It was like a masturbatory like movie about movies. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Wasn't that the, like, the French, the French, it wasn't, like, a French movie? It wasn't in French, but I think it was based in France, and it was, like, there's a little robot in it, and then, like, they were talking about how movies used to be so great, and then, like, it was, like, a period piece from, like, the 1950s or something. And it was about it tells the, the story decline. of a boy who lives alone in a yeah. railway station in Paris. Yeah, it was okay. Oh, he did do uh, Shutter Island. That was yeah. decent. 
gangs Spoiler alert, Shutter Island. He's crazy the whole time. Don't watch it. Oh, it's damn. A waste of your time. <laughs> I was so fucking mad. I was like, watching the movie, I was like, oh, this has some pretty cool effects. I'm like, oh, man, I hope there's something extra, like, oh, supernatural right. going on. I'm like, I hope there's ghosts. I hope this nope, is all actually. Just a no. crazy guy. Oh, he's crazy. All in his head. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, like, okay. There was a time not too long ago where there was a lot more, um, it felt like there was a lot more variety in the movies that were being made. Um, And then superhero movies started getting released. Yeah. And every, I think it really like, like whatever, X-Men did okay. The first few Spider-Mans was with Tobey Maguire did okay. Yeah. But when they started releasing the Avengers stuff in, oh, yeah. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it was like every new Marvel movie that got released was the highest grossing film of all time. Yeah. And everyone fucking saw this. Studios saw this. Uh, theaters saw this. Uh, actors saw this. Actresses saw this. Directors saw this. Screenwriters saw this. And everyone was like, holy fuck, there is so much money to be made here. <laughs> It's like we're selling shit to China, <laughs> only we don't have to <laughs> oppress the people in Hong Kong. Actually, sorry to interrupt you, but did you know that for the China market, Marvel will add extra scenes with Chinese actors to make it more appealing to China? Makes sense, because yeah. fuck, there's a ton of money to be made there. <laughs> and like, so everyone took notice of this, and now it, it seems like every new movie that is coming out is well whatever like the major like tempo was and the major releases are all superhero movies and that's fucking fine like whatever there is obviously an audience for those movies Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who will shell out a lot of money to go to the movies and buy the merchandise and whatever else and there are still other movies being made and like why the fuck are a director and two famous actors like go out there and make a fucking movie you have the option to do that because you are well connected jennifer aniston who is probably the least successful out of the three of them. Yeah. Edward Norton, who's probably the least successful out of the three of them, could walk into a studio in Hollywood and be like, I want this movie to get made. And people would probably be like, okay, you're Edward Norton. Like, sure, do it. Yeah. Up. Uh, so, like, whatever. There's, there is room for lots of different stories to be told in lots of movies. And, like, yeah. if you... Who the fuck even, like, enjoys going to movies anymore where there's, like... You could stay home and watch Netflix or you can release like a TV series all at once yeah. or you can, um, which something else I'm super excited about. Keenan was telling me that um, there was a guy who came to his bar. Our friend Keenan is a bar manager at the Loose Moose, which is a local bar. Uh, there was a guy that came into the bar. Keenan started talking to him. The guy turns out he's a director and he is in town to direct uh, a new remake of Stephen King's The Shining, which or oh, not damn. sorry, not The Shining, uh The Stand, which is one of my oh, favorite fucking stories shit. of all time. Nice. Uh so they are remaking that and it stars uh uh Alexander Skarsgard is Randall Flagg. The, oh crazy. The, yeah, it's gonna be super fucking good. Is it on Netflix then or I don't know. Or if it's gonna be like a I think it's gonna be a miniseries again, but I don't okay. know if it's gonna be Netflix or air on one of the major it'll probably be Netflix. I hope it's on something that it all comes out at once, like you were saying, because when it's shit like the stand by Stephen King, I don't wanna fucking wait like even a week in between episodes. I just wanna like sit down and watch all of them at once and then be sad. I just 
gobbled it all up. Oh, also dropping soon that I'm very excited about, uh, which is something we will have to wait a week in between episodes, but it's the... um, Fuck. Oh, yeah. Guy who did... uh, Damon Lindelof. uh, Who's who's Damon Lindelof? Damon Damon Lindelof? Damon Lindelof. Yeah, did... uh, He was the showrunner on Lost and The Leftovers. Oh, shit! uh, His uh, rendition of... Uh, Watchmen is coming to HBO soon, nice. uh, which is related to comic books, but not. Anyway, uh, there's like a whole fucking world of different mediums that people can use to tell stories now. Uh, so if if all they're making is superhero movies, like make a TV miniseries or make a podcast or do yeah. a fucking interpretive dance or write a book, like it doesn't matter I don't know why these people are complaining about it. Yeah, see, another thing they shouldn't be complaining about or reason they shouldn't be complaining about it is because there is so much source material from comic books and the comic books are already a visual medium. So you've already got like a fucking storyboard made. So you could just like as a director, you're getting like fucking cheat notes because each panel of a comic book could be a different scene. Like what? Does this smell like a skunk exploded outside? I don't smell anything. Okay, maybe it's just me. Continue. Sorry. But anyway, yeah. So, like, if you, like, look at all the movies that are made on comic book movie, off of comic books that you didn't know. Like, of course, there's the Marvel movies, which are obvious. But then you have stuff like Ghost World. Um, what's another one? There's, there's always these movies that come out and they're based on comics. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was a comic. Um, there was... Uh well, another TV miniseries that recently came out, The Boys, was based on a comic. Yeah, that um, was a good one. Uh, there were all these, like, yeah, these, like, art house flicks back in the... Oh, American Splendor was based on a comic, Yeah, that was based it? on a comic yeah. as well. So stuff like that. So, Aniston, shut your mouth, because you should be trying to get into an art house based on, like, one of those weird alternative comic books that people read. What do we got? American Splendor, Mystery Man, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, Ghost World, The Crow. Is that just what comes up when you say I movie searched, comics? I uh, searched indie comic movies. Oh, yeah. Also, Why the Last Man? Is that ever happening? I don't know. That should be happening. Was that going to be a TV show or a movie? It was going to be a movie, and then it was going to be a TV show, and then it was going to be... Oh, here we go. Why is an upcoming... American drama television series set to premiere in 2020 on FX. Who's the cast? Uh, we got uh, Barry Coogan, Keoghan as your Keoghan. He was the uh, the young looking dude from uh, Dunkirk. Oh like, man, looks Dunkirk like was a good movie. Yeah, that was oh, a good wait. one. That reminds me of another thing. Like the good thing about Marvel movies is you can backdoor your way <laughs> backdoor. <laughs> you can like circumvent a war movie because you could still have like battle scenes and stuff, but you don't have to worry about like repicking on the World War II bad guys. Like you don't have Japan and Italy t- being like, "Hey guys, it's been like fucking a hundred years." Well, what was it like sixty? Yeah, sixty years ago. Jesus, the world the World War II ended. Can you stop dunking on us, please? And then we'll be like, "All right, we'll make movies where." They won't even. They won't even have Nazis in it anymore. We'll it's like simulated it war. Yeah, and it's like Starship Troopers, where it's like an actual war, but it's against like bugs. Yeah, and like we've completely depleted 
World War II movies. Well, I guess like Dunkirk was a good example of going back to cover. Well, I guess that material wasn't really covered, but you could still draw stuff from the source. But anyways. Well, same with like Dunkirk kind of told a different story. Inglorious yeah. Bastards was like totally fiction, but also told a different story. Yeah. But there's also been like a zillion and one fucking war movies made. Yeah. And you don't see Scorsese beacon off about that. Motherfuckers probably made a few. Yeah. So instead of having war movies, let's have like Thor versus Loki or whoever. Oh, my God. That just made me sound like I don't know what Marvel movies are about. (laughs) (laughs) Like I didn't want to go too like specific in my example, but then I just sounded like a dad being like, oh, are you watching that movie where Thor is versus Loki? And they'll be like, dad, that wasn't since the first Thor movie. They've been buddies. They're brothers. They teamed up. So it would be like, yeah. Like you get Guardians of the Galaxy versus the bad guys. Was it the Kree or the Skrulls in... Mm, Captain Marvel. Did you watch Captain Marvel? I have not because I do not like movies that star women. Derek, come on now. <laughs> Nick Fury is at least a co-starring role in that. <laughs> so I'll watch it. Uh, <laughs> Could you imagine if someone heard this in like five years and were like, that was the Just first assume. the first joke they heard of the podcast was you like and didn't think it was a joke. Yeah. Um, like, pretend misogynist. We dare. might gain a new fan. Uh, I haven't seen Captain Marvel. I still have not seen the last Avengers movie. I oh, have not seen bro. Uh, the last oh. Iron Man movie. I have not seen okay, the last Iron Captain Man 3? America movie. I don't think I've seen Iron you Man You can 3. skip that. Okay. I haven't Iron seen Man the last Civil Cap- War? Captain America movie. I last, did watch Civil War. That's the last Captain America okay. movie. Did you not watch... Avengers Rise of Ultron. I want Civil War. Okay. So here's my beef with Civil War. Yeah. The comic book, like the whole comic book event, fucking blew my mind. Like it was so fucking good the way they like made it this like tragedy that like totally obliterated the school. And then, uh, like the whole storyline and the way it impacted the whole, uh, Marvel universe. And then the house of M, which followed the events of Civil War, where all the mutants lost their powers. Yeah. Uh, was like fucking bonkers and like probably some of the best writing in Marvel Comics ever. Yeah. And then the movie was just kind of like, they like didn't, it was like, okay, let's find the dumbest fucking reason for these two teams. Like it was loosely like a superhero registration act and fucking whatever. Yeah. But like the, what's his name? Uh, fucking Bucky. Winter uh, Soldier? Yeah. Like, eh. Yeah, like, oh, you're going to make this guy who was a bad guy who's not a bad guy? The Yeah. The fucking whole reason? Like, ah, it just seemed... I agree with you. It's like they they wanted to draw in all the people from Civil War, but they didn't have, like... They didn't want to have to explain to layman people who Speedball was. So yeah. They didn't want to or go murder a bunch of kids. Line. Yeah. It was just, the same with World War Hulk, or Planet Hulk. The Thor Ragnarok... Had, oh, also I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok. Oh, dude, it has like the whole storyline of Planet Hulk fucking shoehorned into like half the movie. And you're like, that's it? That's all I get for Planet Hulk? Come on. But yeah, no, I get what you mean. It's kind of like a catch-22 because one, you want to have like the whole Civil War fucking thing just drawn out like the way it was in the comic book or as a crossover with like 30 different titles. But then you need like 
10 seasons to go through that, and they don't have the money to make that. Do they not have the money to make that? Because, yeah. Does Disney, does Disney not have the money to make that? Oh, hey, Disney Plus. I know you're looking for content. The Mandalorian looks badass as hell. But uh, if you... Find a home! If you want Watch to, it. Uh, you know, find a good series, maybe do Civil War. Oh, yeah. Just that was a good idea, too. Draw it out. And House of M. Yeah. House of M, I didn't like it as much because it was kind of like the whole Shutter Island thing where it was like, it's just a dream. Yeah, but it was it was a crazy mutant dream Should with we? the power to actually... Don't. Don't spoil it. I think I already spoiled it. Well, just don't. Uh, sorry, if you haven't read House of M or if it ever gets made into a movie, erase the last 15 seconds of this podcast from your mind. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, since the beginning of time, people have always um, criticized popular culture or things that were really popular or accessible to a lot of people. In uh, That's just their way of being like, hey, I'm more intelligent than you because I'm criticizing this thing that everyone likes. And I, I kind of just think that's what Scorsese was doing here. Oh, yeah, definitely what he was doing. He was like, this is too lowbrow. If you want to see something highbrow, go watch Hugo. One of my movies. Watch one of my historical pieces of cinema. All right, mailbag. Some people tweeted at us this week. Uh, what do we got? Um, uh, I, we ask... Every week we ask what made people mad online. Uh, people usually suck at giving us anything remotely yeah, they, usable for this. And they tell us stuff like when people don't seal their bread bags properly and my bread gets dried out. And I'm like, eh, that is infuriating, but it's not compelling content for the podcast. It's not. Uh, uh, what do people say? True Petro State, that is the province that I live in. That guy's obviously from Alberta where they had a... Uh, uh, Greta Thunberg, who we talked about in last week's episode, went yeah. deep behind Emily, eh, eh, Emily enemy lines <laughs> uh, to Alberta, which is like the Texas of Canada for our international listeners, yeah. uh, to speak at a climate conference, I guess. Uh, and a bunch, I think it was just a, or a rally, a rally in Edmonton. So she went up there to talk about how. All these common sense things people are doing is ruining the earth, like uh, using your fucking air conditioner outside is probably bad for the environment. Look at you, Qatar. But then there's this like group of people who drove their big trucks who want to defend using gas because they're scared. They, they somehow believe that if you shout down climate change activists, you will get a better job and more money. But that's not the way it works. Like You'll also fix the planet. There's people who just think that if they deny climate change, it'll all go away and then their livelihood will come back. So, controversial opinion. Yeah. If you just deny climate change exists mm-hmm. and you spend your entire life believing climate change didn't exist mm-hmm. and then you die... Mm-hmm. Schrodinger, Schrodinger's well, yeah, climate like, did, change. Did climate change really exist to you? Like if you spend cat? your entire life, it was a cat. No, Kant, the no. philosopher who said, if you don't see a chair, does it exist or something? Wow, I really need to bone up on my philosophy apparently. Anyways, sorry to interrupt you. I tried to look smart by 
You spe- didn't specify you your reference. You would have done good if you hadn't questioned yourself <laughs> immediately afterwards. Yeah, I don't think our listeners Cons. are all brushed up on their Kant philosophy and would be like, no, that's not actually what he said. But yeah, yeah that's, ba- that's basically uh, what it is, right? Like if yeah. you just don't acknowledge something your entire life and then you die, to, to you, it didn't exist. So See, maybe you're, we're better off. Here's the thing. That would be great if climate change deniers would just deny climate change and just live. But it's always these old people who keep talking about how different the weather was when they were a kid. And then like, so it's double annoying for me being a perfect human being who never does anything wrong in any way. So I'll be in the lunchroom enjoying my fucking sandwich. And then some guy will come in and just denounce climate change. And then the next time you see him, he's talking about how much better the weather was when he was a kid. It's like, look, bro, you only get to complain about either not the, how the climate change isn't real or give me examples about how climate change is real. You can't do both. Like those guys were like, oh, there was so much snow when I was a kid and there was way less rain. Oh, I don't know why the weather's like this now. But climate change doesn't exist. So... I'm not, and plus, I'm probably not allowed to tell old guys at work to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Do you have an HR department at work? I think we do. <laughs> if you can't answer that question conclusively, if, you probably do not, or they're not I doing a good job. Who? Because <laughs> like <laughs> this guy at work, like we're we're joking around, and he's like, "Isn't this bullying as a joke?" And I was like, "No." We're men who aren't emotionally evolved, so the way we show affection for each other is to make fun of each other. So it's not technically bullying, it's friendship. Yeah. And he, he kind of bought it. That is true, though. Yeah. Like, the shittier I am to a human being, the more I like them. That's true. Because the person you like the most is yourself. And we're always self-deprecating. Yeah. Just as an example of how much we love each ourselves. I, I hate myself because I love myself so much. There you go. Is this, <laughs> did this just slip back into mindfulness factor? Are we talking about philosophy again? <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, I'm upset that Herder, that's me, and I apparently share the same taste in music and have a love for emo pop punk from the early 2000s, Dashboard Confessional, Taking Back Sunday, Starting Line, and many, many more, all of which are dope bands. I'm also upset at that because actually I'm finding this thing where I'll go back and listen to music I didn't like like 15 years ago because I was like, this is and dumb. you like it now. And I like it and I'm like, oh my God, my old man sensitivities. You're like, more evolved. Dude, Waylon Jennings. Fucking rules now. And I was like, I fucking hated this shit when my dad played it. You are actually becoming your dad. Yeah, and like Phil Collins. I'll never well, Phil Collins was always Phil Collins yeah, was always good. I was always like, I could see why people like this, but I don't love it. But now fucking Phil Collins rips. Yeah. Oh, and fucking oh, what was the one the other day? It was fucking I think it was a Boston song, Fly by Night. There's a song Fly by Night, something in the morn. And it is so fucking good. It like, I don't know, I was listening to some classic rock on Spotify radio and it came on and I was like, holy shit. Is it Rush? No, it's not Rush. I still think Rush sucks. Sorry, nerds. Get a hold of yourselves. 
Um, Is it Chilliwack? Yeah, it's Chilliwack. <laughs> Dude, right? Like, you're like, I don't like Chilliwack. That's, I don't like Chilliwack. That's cheesy bad music. <laughs> that is cheesy. That's not good. You know what? My song choice for this week is Fly By Night by it's, Chilliwack. So you will hear it play this uh, episode out. And you're going to hear like 15 seconds of it, and you're like, I didn't know this song got this good. You probably won't think that. I will not think that. Okay. We're going to wrap it up so we can get to this song. Uh, hey, thanks for tuning into this week of Outrage Factory. I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on Twitter at Herder. I've been your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on Twitter at SuperDaleBot. Follow us on Twitter at Outrage Fact Pod. We do not tweet there ever. We're um, going to. Sure, we keep We're saying We're going that. to. I'm looking into it. I've got my best men on it. We sh- I'm making... I'm making... Uh, aggressive yeah. moves yeah. to yeah. get this project off the ground. Is that? Sure. Is that something? That, do you think they bought it? Yeah. you think they think it's going to happen? You sold me on it. Nice. I was like, are we doing that? Uh, <laughs> like us on Facebook at Outreach Fact Pod. We occasionally uh, will post the episodes there, though it's usually just Dale being like, oh shit, I've posted anything in seven weeks. Here's a bunch of episodes all at once. So this is my cop out. I got behind and then I was like, wait, if I post an episode like a month after it comes out and then the episode gets a little resurgence and people can revisit it. But it's usually me just like forgetting to actually like you should have stopped at the positive thing. You got to stop doing that. You just did that. Yeah, we'll cut it. it We'll cut it. Dale's a marketing genius. Uh, Hey, if you like giving money to handsome white dudes who podcast for on Friday nights uh, for free. Handsome? uh, Again, Dude, oh, I'm gonna have to do so much us. editing. Oh. So much editing. Okay, yeah. Uh, Give up. He- head on over to Patreon. We'll oppress people. How about this? Stop looking at girls' butts on Instagram or Jennifer Aniston, who just set the world record for the most followers on Instagram, and instead. Give, Give us, us money. money because we promise we're both very attractive. I thought you were talking to me directly. I'm like, I'm not going to stop looking at girls' butts on Instagram, <laughs> buddy. Let no, me no. tell you. No, don't do that. <laughs> so instead of the listeners going and looking at girls' butts, just give us money because we totally have awesome butts and great faces. Our butts are, are so great, we don't even have to show them to the internet for validation because we just know how great our butts are. Exactly. And until next week, stay angry.